Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bruiser Nation members of all ages, does everybody know what time it is? It's Bruise Cruise time! So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise. This week, our G1 Climax Tournament coverage continues from the 30th edition of last year. This year starts on September 18th, so we probably won't finish in time for the start of the G1 Climax 31, but we'll probably finish before... Before it's over, maybe? Who knows? But this week, we're looking at Toro Yano versus Kenta. October 11th, 2020, from the Achi Prefectural Gymnasium in Japan. Who knows what to expect from this matchup and these two in general. Toro Yano has gotten a vast majority of his victories through chicanery and cheating, while Kenta will just kind of kick your ass. So who's going to win? I don't know. I try not to read the results of these matches before I call them, but we'll just have to wait and find out who takes the victory and the points right after Bruise Crew's Tale of the Tournament. But first, but first, we must pay some bills right here on the Bruce Cruise Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com. Once again, BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good. We are back with our Bruise Cruise tale of the tournament as Toro Yano makes his way to the ring. We have so far Toro Yano six points, Kenta four points, both on a losing streak of three. One of these men very well may be eliminated after this matchup. They're at the one spot as far as eliminations will go, which we've already had number zero. So let's see what happens. 
Toro Yano, 37 minutes and 24 seconds in this tournament because, well, he cheats a lot and it's hilarious. He's got a trophy. He's got his hand sanitizer. He is ready to go in his dragon sequined robe. As far as Kenta's time in this tournament, one hour, 40 minutes and 47 seconds. Spending 16 minutes and 48 seconds of an average block time or match time, not block time. He's in the the 10th percentile of total match length is Kenta. Takes him about 16 and a half minutes to win nearly 17, 16 minutes, 57 seconds to lose. So he he's a very, very hard man to beat but really honestly it's only a 26 second differential same with Toro Yano 25 second win loss differential longest losing match 627 longest winning match 601 both of those are averages he spent less than 5 minutes with his shortest win lost in 18 seconds for his shortest loss did Toro Yano as far as Kenta, he lost kind of quickly, 11 minutes, 24 seconds, compared to his shortest win of 15 minutes and 46 seconds. Nearly identical as far as averages go. Total is a little bit different. Toro Yano has not spent a lot of time in this tournament as they continue marching towards the finals kenta making his way to the ring with his briefcase to be able to challenge for the iwgp united states championship who at the time was held by none other than john moxley wearing his bullet club gear will he put toro yano to sleep and keep his tournament hopes alive if he loses to Toro Yano in his trickery tonight, Kenta may be the next man to fall out of the G1 Climax Tournament, the 30th edition, I might add. If you're watching this along with me, we are at 3 minutes, 55 seconds, 56, 57, 58, as Kenta climbs to the middle rope reaches for the sky with the wolf pack too sweet and his once again IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship briefcase where he can challenge John Moxley will this referee pay attention to the chicanery of Toro Yano will he check him for rolls of tape and god knows what else will Kenta Beat the hell out of Toro Yano and stay in this tournament. I'm not sure, but I'm quite sure if Kenta does not win this matchup that he will be. Oh, yep. He is good. The referee has done his homework. He found rolls of tape in Toro Yano's tights. I might want to check behind those knee pads, ref. Yep. See, check. Well, the referee did a nice, nice checking of Toro Yano, begging for Kenta to be checked. Like, how dare you only check me? 
he is pissed. Toriano is so infuriated in the fact that the referee checked him for weapons and Kenta grabs the briefcase quickly. And yet the match has started and Kenta's jaw jacking with the referee as Toriano grabs his red chair. Both men holding weapons here in the G1 climax. Like I said, you never know what to expect in these G1 Climax tournament matches. This one is already weird because they're arguing and holding weapons in hand. Kenta, that trusty U.S. Championship briefcase. Ha ha, Kenta did not toss it out. The referee is pissed right now. He said, you were going to throw it out if he threw out the chair. Yano, it did throw out the chair as he removes the barricade, not the, the padding on the turnbuckle of the red corner. Is he going to use that as a weapon? Those pads are kind of thick. Still jawjacking at each other. This has been going on for like a minute and a half, it feels like. Kenta will not relinquish the briefcase. The referee's beginning a count. Stopped his count and Kenta kept the briefcase in hand. He's very, very protective of this case. Oh, Yano's trying to get another turnbuckle pad off. He's trying to get Kenta to release the briefcase. Now, Kenta has placed the briefcase back under the middle, or the turnbuckles in the blue corner. Here we go, staring at each other, and Kenta rolls out of the ring, <coughs> playing mind games with Toro Yano, not allowing him to use those tricks and chicanery that he has used so far in this tournament to make it as far as he has with as many points, more points than Kenta, of all people. And it's all because he uses his brain, knowing that some of these matchups may not be in his best interest has used a lot of mind games and Kenta playing along right there with him. Finally crawls under the bottom rope, re-enters the ring and rolls back out. The human game of chess that is pro wrestling on full display in Kenta versus Toro Yano as Toro Yano rolls under the bottom rope and outside of the ring both men facing each other on the other side of the ring, respectively. Kenta looks shocked and dismayed that Yano would have the audacity to roll outside. The referee is probably exhausted already. This is absolutely ridiculous. He did not sign up for all this nonsense. There at seven, the referee is counting. There at ten, they have 20 seconds to get back into the ring. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Both men roll in at 19. The count has stopped. Both men have finally gotten back into the ring in what seems like forever. Yano is highly irritated right now. Kenta, same look on his face. Just one upmanship, 
mental mind games as Kenta once again rolls to the outside by the timekeeper's table. Yano responds in kind, chases him out, and Kenta nails him right in the gut with a stiff kick. Hard right hand to the face, drags Yano around, throws him towards the barricade, but Toro Yano counters and Irish whips Kenta right into the barricade, popping that gate open, leading to the fans. As Toro Yano, looking for some old tricks, gets kicked in the gut as he was coming after Kenta with wrist tape. Kenta now has the wrist tape. Goes for a clothesline with the tape. Kenta gets sprayed in the face with the hand sanitizer disinfectant of Toro Yano. Yano climbs back in the ring, has the red turnbuckle pad in hand. Kenta charges and gets nailed in the face as Yano throws the pad right in the face of Kenta, rolls back in the ring, does Kenta, still blinded by the hand sanitizer, pounding onto Kenta. Now Toro Yano in complete control, the master of the mind games, if you will, because dear lord... Iris whip into the corner of the exposed turnbuckle. Toro Yano countered back first into the exposed turnbuckles. DDT by Kenta to Toro Yano. Kenta may have finally gotten that sanitizer out of his eyes, trying to recover. Looking at the bottle, Kenta's grasping the bottle of Toro Yano's, the hand sanitizer. The referee is not happy with this turn of events, trying to take the... And a roll-up by Yano. One, two. Kenta kicks out at two, reaches again for the hand sanitizer, sprays it at Yano, who kicks Kenta in the gut. Ivers whip into the exposed turnbuckle. Kenta stops himself with his foot, counters the back right into the exposed steel by Toro Yano, countered by Kenta. Still wants that bottle of hand sanitizer, Spraying it in the face of Toro Yano. How is the referee letting this nonsense go? As he hands it to Kenta. What? <laughs> Sprayed it. Dumped it in the face of Toro Yano. Cover one, two. Yano kicks out at two. I am really surprised that the referee has allowed this kind of nonsense right in his face. He like handed it to Kenta to dump it in the face of Toro Yano. The referee may is seemingly has given up and trying to keep control of this and is just waiting for these two to beat the hell out of each other or cause a submission. Is Toro Yano writhing in pain on the mat outside? The ring crew trying to wipe up all the hand sanitizer. Toro Yano trying to rinse it out of his eyes with the bottle of water and the bottle again. Yano grasps the bottle, trying to get the bottle, and now the referee is covered in hand sanitizer. This is ridiculous. Kenta blasts Yano in the face and the head. Both men on the outside. There was liquid everywhere. The referee is down. Yano's down on it, trying to get back to his feet. Kenta has the briefcase. Toro Yano being drugged up to the top of the entrance ramp as Kenta has the briefcase in his left hand. Getting him way up to the top, showing that he can play these mind games as well. Yano recovers, throws Kenta at the bear at the stage, counters with his foot, big elbow to the face of Yano, ducks under the attempt with the briefcase. Yano's trying to steal the briefcase from Kenta. 
pulling and fighting and are trying to get the briefcase in hand, kicked to the gut by Kenta. Now he's hit in the face with the briefcase. Rolls of tape is full with the briefcase. The briefcase is full of rolls of tape. That's why it's... Oh, right in the face of Toro Yano. Kenta does his homework, has watched these matches apparently, because now it's time to go ahead and give Yano a taste of his own medicine as the referee begins his count, finally recovered from the hand sanitizer, and he is taping Yano's hands together around the staging up top. Kenta stole all the tape from Toro Yano as he runs to the ring, slides under the bottom rope. And 20, Toro Yano has been defeated by Kenta. Kenta using his own chicaneric actions against him, tying him with wrist tape around the stage decorations and the poles. Getting the countout victory, getting to six points. Kenta keeps himself alive in this tournament, defeating Toro Yano. The commentators are incredulous, incredulous right now. They are pissed that Kenta would do such a thing, being one of the greatest in the world. I call it, I call it turnabout's fair play. Toro Yano very much did these things earlier in the tournament, so he got his just desserts. Kenta not trying to withstand too much punishment. That stuff was something else, like I said in the preview of this matchup, that you never know what to expect from a Toro Yano match to begin with. Kenta was willing to play those mind games, was playing them from the beginning, tied up Toro Yano for the countout victory in the G1 Climax Tournament, now getting to six points, tying Toro Yano. There may be some fight-offs here to get into the finals. We'll just have to wait and see as we approach the finals of the G1 Climax Tournament. Once again, Bruiser Nation, thank you so much for listening and watching the Bruise Cruise Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears, brought to you by Bruiser Nation Productions. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good. So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me, because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift of Jericho.